There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. So I was in the shower. I was cleaning my ass and making all the stairs all sparkly. Thank you, Clint. I'm not the funny one. I'm the pretty one. Cock shots. <laughs> I just checked myself out. Music, wine, and then loop up the glory hole is like a, a like big theater of a magic around. Which means your pants had better come off. Mama needs playtime. We're not sluts. We just love love. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Angela. And this is Bradford. Yes. Welcome back for another week of By the By. You betcha! Yeah. Yeah. We have all kinds of exciting things for you today. I do. Like first, like first for our people out in Perth who love ASMR. <laughs> you should see the crumbs going everywhere. <laughs> That's for you, Perf. <laughs> yes, a little Jets cracker just made its way very quickly into Bradford's mouth. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I ate it like I ate pussy. <laughs> just shove it all in there let bits and pieces fly around it's great wow that does not sound sexy babe i've had it, the secret word of the day is day drinking <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. yes so every time we say day drinking we have to scream oh god are we doing that day drinking ah! <laughs> you missed it i know i'm not participating people in at this. home participated I Thank you, people at home. I'm really hoping the people who are driving did not participate because you just threw your hands up in the air and waved them around. <laughs> and we Damn don't want it. people driving cars to do that, no. I threw my hands in the Safety. air like I just don't care. No, okay, sorry. Uh, I'm focusing now. Right, right. I'm drinking Coca-Cola. All right, so what's going on on March 6th, if you're focusing? Oh, it's the next Pendulum Party. I was yes. like, I don't fucking know. So we did have to <laughs> what move am I, a calendar? From, we did have to move it from February to yes. March, but March 6th, so after Mardi Gras in Sydney, yes. we will be having the first Pendulum Party of the year. At OSS Annandale. Yes, so new venue. I'm really excited. Yes. It's going to be awesome. It was due to unforeseen for, uh, circumstances, forecasting, uh, circumstances, we had to move it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, But it just gives us a little more time to make it awesomer. Yeah. And everybody to get ready to have some sexy times. You batcha. Yeah. So do you know what we're talking about today? I have. I, I'm. No. Okay. It's actually <laughs> going to be a variety. So the first part's going to be a bit of hit and miss, a lot of little pieces and parts. Because we've had a few emails from listeners that uh, I think we they need, need to, to be addressed. touch on. Yeah. Yes. We definitely need to touch on them. Uh, and then. <laughs> some of our listeners want us to touch on them. <laughs> but like three of you. Yeah. <laughs> but first, so I'm sure that most everybody out there has heard this, but I thought it was absolutely hilarious, and I, I felt like we needed to discuss it. Okay. So the Olympics in Japan. Yes. Have you heard about the beds? I, I, yes, but I, there might be people at home <laughs> who have not heard about these so beds. So it's kind of awesome. So apparently at the Tokyo Olympics this year, they have made cardboard beds for the athletes. To be eco-friendly. Right. They're supposed to be Save eco-friendly. So better for the environment to make them. They can break them down, recycle them, etc. So it sounds like a great idea, but if you look it up online, fine print. 
Well, look at the pictures of them. I mean, it literally looks like... I mean, I realize... I realize. I hope that they are stronger cardboard than this, but it looks like somebody took wine boxes and just stuck them together and then made a bed out of it. But... Oh, dear Lord. I just got up to look at the pictures. I had not actually seen the pictures. I wanted to see those. But it does look like – it's like if your local wine box store and Ikea made babies. Yeah. That's exactly what it looks like. So apparently, But speaking of making babies. So apparently they say that the mattress is broken into three distinct sections and the firmness of each can be adjusted, which sounds good. But at the same time, if your mattress is broken up, then you're going to be like sleeping in a little crack somewhere or something. Like it's not going to be comfortable, right? Would you think? Yeah. I don't know. We can't see the mattress, so I don't know what that looks like. I'm less like, concerned about this and more concerned about the, uh, the cardboard where bed. this is going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the cardboard bed, though, it can hold, they say, up to 200 kilograms or, or two people. And another article I've read that was published after the first one, I guess because of all the backlash of people that are like, come on, we all know that the Olympics are like a fuck fest, right? Yeah. Especially after like pe- the athletes are done with two events. people in a bed. Yeah. Come on. That's inconceivable. <laughs> right. You're, you're going to need room for more than two people in a bed. But a, one of the Olympic organizers apparently said that, uh, any bed would or cardboard would break if you jump on it enough, etc. So I'm like, but still like your chances are a lot better. I'm going to say you could park a car on our bed. Like, literally, you could, like, our bed, like, I sort of want to take a picture of our bed and send Uh it to this person and say, good luck. Right, right. Yeah, no, I just, it just is amazing to me that they think that, like, a cardboard bed is going to work after the Olympics. My God, I hope there's... Or, like, uh, after the events. I hope there are statistics on how many beds are broken due to sex. I just hope nobody's hurt when breaking a bed. These are athletes. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, I mean, because it's, it's one thing to break the bed. That's kind of funny, haha. But as long as nobody gets hurt in the process, it's okay. Have you ever broken a bed? Have I ever broken a bed? Um, no. I've been on some beds that felt like they were about to break, but I have never broken a bed. I have. Tell us about it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear this. You forgot the comma, stud. Um, so with a partner, I was in Atlanta, and... We were staying at a hotel there, and we were having sex, and the headboard was one of those that's mounted to the wall, and as we're having sex, I'm grabbing hold of the headboard with both hands, and like really like just giving it, and ripped the headboard (laughs) off the wall, and it like literally dropped, fell forward, and knocked her in the face. Um, (laughs) I'm sorry, that's not funny, but it kind of is. It (laughs) wasn't funny at the time. It is very funny now, and we had subsequently laughed about it. Which is why I feel like we can laugh about it. But then it was like, holy shit, we just ripped a headboard off the wall. Yeah. And we don't want to pay for this. Mm. So what do we do? We go to the local Lowe's and duct try tape. to find... Please tell me duct tape. We found duct tape, wood glue, <laughs> uh, and we went back and we wood glued it to the wall. Mm. And a couple of little pieces of duct tape on top that were hidden, well-placed duct tape mm-hmm. and wood glue. And um, I did not put my weight on there. But you know that somebody else has done that and it since has ripped off the uh-huh. wall. And they're like, we're not the first people to do this <laughs> so, yeah. well they probably they might have thought that the hotel fixed it that way oh maybe oh good point yeah now it's out there that it, it wasn't i don't remember yeah. what hotel it was or i would tell yeah. um but it was probably a hilton property uh yeah so i ripped a, i ripped a headboard off the wall and then smacked my partner in the face with it <laughs> hashtag love was was there a bruise left or any like no no, no there was a red mark on on, okay. on her forehead but it was yeah okay. that was from something at least different. there was no like lasting damage or anything <laughs> that's right <laughs> Yeah, you just it's like the people say missionary is safe. <laughs> Not if you're doing it right. I was going to say, oh, yeah. So, yeah. 
That's my story. Uh, so what I'm saying is there's going to be plenty of stories like that from our Olympians in Japan. And I kind of look forward to if, if any of them happen to come out publicly with their stories, I would love to hear them. Oh, my God. Please come out. I mean, you wouldn't have, they, wouldn't have to tell, they wouldn't have to tell like who they're having sex with or anything. We don't care about that. I just want to mm. hear like what actually happens to the bed. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. pictures of the I want bed Insta- after. I want Instagram pictures of yeah. the beds after sex. Yeah, the, picture, the beds after sex. That's what I want is a picture uh, of that. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Uh, so, okay, so moving forward a little bit, we're going to change tracks a bit okay, to okay. listener emails. So we've gotten a couple of listener emails here about some things that we've talked about recently. One of them was not necessarily a recent topic, but something that we have touched on over time in the past, and it is online safety. Oh, yes. So, uh, and again, people who are vigilant with their news have probably seen the a few news reports about Grindr and OkCupid. And Tinder. And Tinder and some of their, their privacy practices, or lack thereof, <laughs> in that uh, now... And we can go through the specifics, or if anybody's interested, we can definitely send you information. But basically, some of the companies are matching up your locations with, like, they're, they're getting your location data and sending that to other companies. Some of them, it is your your sexual orientation that you put on the app and sending that to other companies along with, you know, other data, et cetera. And so basically, it's just uh, that, you know, that extra bit of, this bit of yourself and your profile that should be private is getting out now to other companies. And I know that some countries and some areas are looking at tightening up privacy laws to try and prevent that from happening. And some people may say, what does it really matter if they, you know, somebody knows where I am when I'm using this app? But it can matter if you're in a country where it is illegal to to practice homosexuality. And so that can be a very dangerous thing. And, And it also... You know, just it's your privacy, and you should care about it, and it should be protected. Yeah, this is why I didn't open Grinder when I was traveling to Rome. I mean, I did once I was in Rome, but traveling, I was traveling <laughs> through the Middle East, and it's like probably not going to open Grinder right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's there are places where where consensual same sex sex acts are illegal, and and if you're in one of those places, or like you said, even traveling through, or you're not sure if it's legal or not legal, it's better to err on the side of caution. Yeah, like if you live in a red state. <laughs> And I don't but, mean I don't mean communist Russia. But I do think it is important for people just to kind of be aware of of what the privacy laws or privacy policies are from these different apps. You know, be sure to read the fine print and see if it's a risk or something that you're willing to accept or not. And at the same time, contact your legislators and try to get privacy laws tightened up, enhanced. Um, you know, to get them enforced. Yeah. Yeah, because it's it is something that. You should feel you should have safety knowing that you know if you're out there looking for a hookup that it's fine. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's not something that should be penalized that you need to be afraid yeah. of. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to interject real quick because okay. you made me think of something and I, I want to talk about it too. Uh, we recently had a I, occasionally, <clears throat> very occasionally, I will look at our podcast reviews, mm-hmm. and we recently had a new review about four months ago now, and I just missed it. Uh, about four months ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, from a listener who gave us three stars, okay. and they gave us the sentence, I've heard better podcasts. I was so excited. That means they've heard worse podcasts than us. <laughs> Woot! Like, that's great. Mm-hmm. I was really excited. Yeah. I've heard better podcasts. Yes! Yeah. Well, I have, too. Yeah, I have, too. 
<laughs> so yeah, I'm sorry. Thank you, listener, whoever you are, who probably don't listen anymore. Yeah, we, the, your your opinion was very much validated. So we're like uh, middle val- of the yeah. road. We know? really, I really appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy being middle of the road. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I would have preferred four stars or five stars, but you know, yeah. I'm okay with your three star review. <laughs> um, if you are a listener out there and you're like, oh, I've heard better podcasts, please review us. Go to go to iTunes, give us a review. <laughs> yeah. If it's if it's funny enough, I'll read it online. That's true. Be clever. Yeah. Uh, so the second listener email that I wanted to address. I know what this one is, and I'm really excited about this one, too, because this is the first time that I've ever called people out directly, mm-hmm. and somebody immediately responded like that yeah. week. Yeah. And I'm so excited by this. So last week's podcast, we had talked about the, it started off with the social sex numbers, but then we kind of got on to sexual education statistics and and that type of thing in the U.S. And one of us dragged uh, Alabama through the mud. Yes. Like one of us, Angela, uh, (laughs) kept saying all these horrible things about Alabama. They were true, but they were still horrible things that Mm -hmm. you wouldn't want anyone to say about your home state, uh, no matter how accurate, true, and validated they were. Yeah. Angela. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then we had this lovely, wonderful listener yes. from said state of Alabama. Because you did call out and you said, if anybody yeah. is in Alabama, yeah. please contact us. Yeah, and, and I love And somebody it. did. And I'm, I'm so excited. I'm not going to read the entire email, but I am going to read bits and pieces of it and, and talk about it because it's actually, yeah, it's, it's actually a really good email. And I very much appreciate them sending it and, and giving us their perspective because it's actually Brilliant. Really good, yes. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, so this person, so I, I will read this first little tiny paragraph because it's great. First of all, with regard to the decisions coming from our state government, I couldn't agree more, fuck Alabama, with a rusty <laughs> fork and hot sauce lube. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so turned on right now. <laughs> but you also have, but they go on to say that, you know, just like America as a whole, the government is not representative of all of its people. Right. So that's an absolute fair statement. Fair enough. Touche. Yes. You're right. Yes. So this person is a, um, and in the email they do say that they are a privileged person living in Alabama. So there are many that are not near as privileged as them. They do identify somewhere along the kind of the kinky uh, they fall under the LGBTQ umbrella. And so they're definitely part of the community but they are more privileged than some people in the area. They were raised in Alabama, moved away for a bit, moved back. And which, that's, that's only part of the under, of the email that I really didn't understand. <laughs> I'm like, you've what? <laughs> and, and, and I know that for you, you're like, why would you move back? And for a lot of listeners out there, they might think, why would you move back to a place where you don't feel like you are respected as a, as a person right, because right. of lifestyle choices that you've made? But they chose to return because they thought maybe they could do some good. And as they said, yeah, and absolutely. And they said, you know, there are a lot of people living there that don't have the privilege of leaving. So they might be in a more vulnerable situation. They may not have the ability, the wherewithal. They just for various reasons may not be able to leave. And so they came back thinking that maybe they could help, which is a good thing. Um, Heroes live in all states is what that means. I mean, that's fucking brilliant. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, maybe socioeconomic or whatever other reasons, people can't leave. And it's it's good to have allies and people that can help stand up Very true. where you are. And they went on to say that when I vote, I think of those who can't leave. When I campaign for a candidate with a slim chance of winning, but every chance of helping, I think of those who can't leave. When I make it clear to my in-laws that homophobic sentiments won't be tolerated at family gatherings, I think of those who can't leave. 
When I correct a coworker who makes a racial or transphobic remark, I think of those who can't leave. And if I leave, that's one fewer person to vote to nudge the state forward. Oh, I just love that. That's like all yeah. of that should be on a T-shirt. Yeah. Like, and I wish that more people thought this way. Yeah. Uh, so many people feel helpless, like they can't do anything, and their vote doesn't matter, their vote yeah. doesn't count. And I think what a lot of us forget is that, and it's it's sort of like the we, we've I think we've made this analogy before is I can't change the world I can't change the world I can't change the world but look at it from a lifeguard's point of view and you have a drowning human and that lifeguard goes out and saves that drowning human brings them back and they thank you for saving their changing their world or mm-hmm. affecting their world and I think it's important that we realize that we don't have to change the seven billion people on Earth but we can affect one or two people we can we can make yeah. changes that will make them feel safe or, or, or respected or free. Yeah, it's the small ripples of change. It's the little things. Because if you if you can, you know, help one person, one area, one community at a time, just kind of that little by little will hopefully let, radiate out. I mean, whether... It, but you see it in good things and you see it in bad things. Like, yeah. it's just the little things that you do can have big impacts. So let's make them positive. Let's make them good. Yeah. Uh, a and, great piece of art is uh, made with small brushstrokes. Yeah, absolutely. And they even say, you know, if I leave, that's one fewer person who can help normalize, you know, queer and kinky folks in the Deep South. Is it easy? No. And it can be demoralizing and it can be frustrating. But at the same time, like, that one you you as one person doing these things you still help others in the community and and like you said if you leave then that's one less person to vote that's you know one less person that can get involved in community groups or you know whatever the groups are in the area and that you can help so i mean you said it bradford that you know they're a hero and they may not see themselves that way but you are a hero absolutely and then they did go on to say that there is a, a small community there you know it may not be as obvious as places like where we live, you know, it's, it might be harder to find. But there are communities. And so if you're in in one of the areas, and not necessarily in the south per se, um, but if you're in an area where it might be harder to find groups and people like you and communities, just, you know, dig a little deeper, keep looking, even contact groups maybe in larger areas that may have contacts in different places as well and might be able to help put you in touch with somebody. Because there are there are people in all parts of the U.S. and in all parts of the world. There are communities, just however big or small, and it's a matter of finding them and then and then trying to do some good with that. Yeah, it was a good email. Yeah, it was a really lovely email. And, and it was good because it, it it just does remind you that there are good people in Alabama. There are good people. Oh, in does it remind you of something else? Sorry, I was I often forget that, and I was so pleased for someone to call me out and prove me wrong um, because this isn't just a good person; this is a great person. So, uh, yes. yeah, and then they did you know reiterate the the importance to stay that it's important for them to stay there, and. Uh, They went on to say, I say all this as a prelude to a request from those of us in the trenches. The southern and conservative states are not a monolith. There are a surprising number here who are pushing against the tide, and more than anything, we need hope. And I would say, especially with this being an election year, keep that in mind. Not just the federal elections, but look at your local elections. Look at your state elections. These are people who a lot more directly affect your life because they affect your local communities. And the laws and the judges that interpret those laws, like those are all important important people to vote for and so you know take a look at who's running in your elections and and do your research you know yes it's time consuming but do your research on what they stand for what's their history and and see who is it that you know you actually want to lead your community and go out and vote yeah because there's there's not going to be change unless unless you can 
I'd say you as an individual and then you as a community can stand up and say that, hey, we need something different. Let's make this happen. And I think it's also important to realize that even if who you vote for doesn't win, yeah, uh, yeah. it's if there's if it's close and it's not just a landslide for the red side, then it is definitely something that will maybe it can change their attitude a little. Wow, I didn't win. Maybe I need to change my mm-hmm. um, change my focus. And yeah, it's. It can at least be a signal to to show what the people want. And whether the politicians listen or not, it's a whole different thing. But at least it shows that this is kind of the direction that society, that the community around here at least is wanting. And this is where they want to go. And then the more that grows and the bigger the push, then it kind of does put more impetus upon the politicians to listen and to do something about it. Yeah. Or to maybe change their stance a little bit or to give a little and have some compromise. And we put our money where the mouth is in that we still vote because we're still U.S. citizens and yep. we are voting from red states. Uh, mm-hmm. So we do as much as we can yeah. you know, to help. So, yes, thank you, listener, for that email. Yes, it was really you. great. I love being called out in positive <laughs> ways. It was great. Um, I still hate Alabama, but there are things to love in Alabama as well. Yes. And if we're ever and in Alabama, people to love down there too. <laughs> abs- if we're ever in Alabama, I promise I owe you a drink. I will. It's buy not that very humanity. likely to make it to Alabama, but you never know. But you never know. You never maybe, know what life's going to Maybe take we'll you, all so. end up at Desire. That's true. And I'll buy them a drink there. That's true. Yeah. Which is free, but you know. I will order it's, them a drink. It's the thought that counts. I'll, I'll tip for them. I don't know. Uh, I'll give them a big hug. Yes, hugs are hugs are good. Yeah. Cool. So let's take a quick break. Okay. And then when we come back, yes, we have an interview with an ex award winner. Mm-hmm. Um, We're not going to say who yet. Yeah, because you know it's a secret. Join us on The Wet Coast, a podcast about sexuality and ethical non-monogamy of every variety. We talk polyamory and swinging, monogamish and open relationships, from dirty, dirty sex to heartbreak and everything in between. We share our personal experiences and philosophy, observations and theories, what works for us, and where we fucked it right up. This isn't your average couple's explanabrag podcast, but we definitely do a little of that. We share our adventures in open with a unique, funny, feminist, and Canadian approach. Come get wet with us on the wet coast. All right, we're back. So who's the interviewee? Who are we talking to? Oh, I'm supposed to tell now? You said it was a secret. Well, we have to tell at some point because they're going to hear it in like, I don't know, 30 seconds. (laughs) Unless I drag this out. Okay, drag it out. What are you going to do? We'll say one thing really exciting that's news mm. uh, is Angela, as of the past two days, has been working very hard on a new website for us. Yes. Um, we don't know exactly when it's going to come up, but we can promise you, I can tell you what I've seen. It's fucking amazing, number one. Number two, there's going to be an email list, mm-hmm. Ooh, means regular emails from us in your in your box and then we're gonna be getting in your box yeah Yeah. and then number three blog posts Mm -hmm. so angela wants us to start writing so you know Mm -hmm. me being the diminished writer that i am (laughs) i promise to write some stuff and then five and then q uh we are also gonna start doing videos yes so there'll be more information on all of that coming up yes keep your ears to the ground yes so as don't do that actually that's bad for your ears (laughs) you can get chafed asphalt 
Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's not good. But what if it's on carpet? Then it's nice and soft and fuzzy, especially well, shag. I'd like to get my ears on your carpet. No. Well, it's more like hardwood floors, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we digress. Keep yes. posted. We will let you know as soon as that website goes live and the videos and whatnot. Uh, cool. Uh, so yeah. So right now we have a, a uh, the X Award winner for uh-huh. best female escort. Yes. And that lovely, lovely human oh, is she's oh, yeah. such a, a nice so, person. So, like, I was going to say, beautiful inside and out. Like, yeah, yeah you kind of hate people who are mm-hmm. like, I expect you to be mean, but she's like sweet <laughs> and like, oh, wow. Uh, but yes, it's the lovely Miss Dahlia Amore. And we're joined here this week by the lovely Dahlia Amore, who won an X Award for Best Female Escort. Yes. Yes, I do. Would you like to introduce yourself a little bit more to the listeners and tell them sure. a bit about yourself? Sure. So I'm Dahlia Moore. I'm an Australian porn star, producer, um, femdom mistress. Um, oh, an escort. <laughs> I just fell in love. All of those things. All of those things were on my checklist. Yes. 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 <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> so you won one of the X awards for a female escort. What was your experience at the X Awards? It was amazing. Yeah. So I was actually one of the hosts that night. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I was actually on stage when it got announced. None of us knew. So I was standing there holding the award and then it was just standing there really <laughs> awkwardly like, oh, I'm in this category and I haven't won one yet. I'll just, you know, keep being all happy for everyone. And then I turned around and was like, wait, what? And I saw my name and I just froze. I could, I almost hid behind one of the signs and Jet actually had to do a speech for me because I was about to cry. Aww. And then when I put my award down the back, the DJ's like, congratulations. I'm like, stop it. <laughs> so, so was there an awkward moment where you had to present the award to yourself? Yeah, but it, I've lost that in my mind. I've forgotten it. I think I was just sort of like, yay. <laughs> I feel confident that Sweet really says that on uh, video. Uh-huh. <laughs> if you ever yeah, want to go back and that. review, yeah. um, you could turn it into a GIF. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I love it. That's I do so good. That's great. Definitely. I'd yeah. probably do it in some kind of solo porn thing. Like, here you go, Dahlia. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. <laughs> that, that could be fun to watch, actually. <laughs> and please do this VR. Absolutely. Because <laughs> that sounds great. I totally want to be there. Uh, yeah, that, it, was, it was something that... Again, I think most folks know that we were unfortunately unable to be there. And mm. like, I'm, congratulations, oh, congratulations, 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 congratulations to you guys as well. Oh hush. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah. what what like what does it mean for you? Like, how are, are you able to take this and then like dive back in and? and... Oh, absolutely. So I can now put it on my ads, and it gives me a reason mm-hmm. to sort of. Uh, if anyone turns around and goes, oh, you know, send me some pictures of yourself so I know you're legit, I can be like, well, go to this side, have a look. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's, a, it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. 
That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Look at me accepting my award. <laughs> mm-hmm. These are why you're paying my rates because I've actually been recognised for this. So yeah, it's pretty exciting. I don't know who voted for me yet, but um, I heard that it was quite a high number. So that's pretty ex- like very exciting, and yeah, it's really amazing to be recognised. That's that, awesome. That's great. Yeah. So in the work that you do, you're both a female escort and you do porn work as well, right? Yeah. Will this help you in the porn industry, or how do you think it, will it kind of feed back into that? I, I guess just to build on that question. Because we don't understand the porn industry no, we at don't. all. No. Um, do you have like a CV? <laughs> like, is it like look at me? Yeah, sort of. Because I guess when other people um, contact me and want to shoot with me, uh-huh. might, the first thing I do is ask them who they've worked with. Mm. Because when I produce stuff, it's usually one on one. It's not with a big company, so I need to know that they're going to turn up. I need to know that they're safe. Um, I need to know all that kind of stuff and actually be able to see that they can perform Mm because there's nothing worse than being on um, camera, trying to set it up by yourself, trying to jump into the scene and they've already started the scene while you're still getting into it and then you've got to go back and edit that out and it's just really stressful. Yeah, that does that sound. sound yeah. <laughs> I'm you like, know, oh, this, this does sound stressful. Just, just going to aside, it's so nice to know that every job has its things that you're like, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> There's not a job out there that's easy. It's, no. It, 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 when it's work, it's work. It's yeah. work, right? It definitely yeah. is. Um, and everyone thinks that it's um, so glamorous, but there's really so many moments where you're like, well, hang on. I forgot to press play and I recorded the bit of us talking, organizing the camera oh. and we've lost all that. So we're going to do it again. <laughs> God, that's, yeah. I you just laugh that. at yourself. So what are the parts that you do love about it then? I love um, meeting people. I love watching myself on camera, which is That's very rare. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I actually met another performer that I worked with recently, um, Leo Embers, and both of us admitted to every time we see our own porn, we get turned on. Oh, that is... It was really funny. I have to, well, I have to admit <laughs> that uh, some of the videos that I have of us mm-hmm. on my phone are common fodder that I go back to. <laughs> That's good, I suppose. I'm like, good <laughs> job, past Bradford. I love looking at the camera and winking at myself like, yeah, you did that. <laughs> oh, you're breaking the fourth wall. <laughs> like, uh, high five. <laughs> Self five. That's great. I love it. Okay, 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 okay. Back to the X Awards. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, we're reining this in. Okay. Um, so when you were there, talk to us about your your what you did for the X Awards. So you were a co-host. Yeah, So I was. how was that? I was very exciting. I was so nervous on the day. Um, so I wasn't sure if I was going to be presenting or not. Um, Jet was lovely enough to not let me present too much. So I think I only announced one and I was like, really nervous. Um, I also was an ambassador for Naughty Ads. So I got to wear a t-shirt for them, promote them a little bit and accept the award on their behalf. Um, other than that, I just danced with everyone on the disco stage. And that sounds fun. Yeah, it was great. My little sister actually came with me as well, and oh, she had awesome. a really great time. And yeah, it was so much fun just seeing everyone and seeing um, all the things that Jed had been telling us about throughout the whole year of what he was doing, what he was planning to do, and just seeing it all come together mm-hmm. it was amazing. The, the videos are just awesome. I love oh, they're it. They're so good. Um, yeah, <laughs> I'm so jealous. Aww. It looked like such a fun party. It was fun. 
This is why you cry yourself to sleep. I know it is. <laughs> like, so, talking about your uh, escort work, mm-hmm. um, talk a little bit about that. What's like? What's your like your favorite thing about it, and what's maybe something that you're like, oh, this is work. Oh, my favorite thing about it is definitely going into the booking and sort of having this feeling like you're undercover and going into some little mission. You've got to be all, I guess, incognito. Like Jamie Lee Curtis in, uh, damn, what was that? (laughs) With Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yes. True Lies. True Lies. Thank you. Yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis in True Lies. Exactly like that. When she's standing in front of the mirror, like freaking out. And then she's like, no, I've got this. I'm sexy. That's exactly (laughs) what it's like going in. I love it. Yeah. I remember Mm. when I first started, um, some people I worked with actually asked me what I would do throughout the booking to get my head around it. And I always said, I pretend that I'm a secret agent and it's my mission to seduce this person. And if they come, I've saved the world from this bomb. But if they haven't, the world's died. And they're like, that's a lot of pressure to put on yourself. (laughs) But I was like, yes, but all my clients are coming back. (laughs) (laughs) I love that so much. And it clearly works. Yeah, it it makes you so tired when you come out. You're like, we did it. Yes, but but Doctor No just keeps coming back. He's like, wow, that was amazing. Can I extend No? <laughs> the world is safe. Get out. Oh my God. That is brilliant. I've calmed yeah. down now, so I can get my head around it a okay. lot easier. <laughs> but um, I guess the bad part is when you're dealing with time wasters on the phone. There's nothing uh. worse than just message after message asking you the same questions that's already stated in your ad. I've worked out it usually takes about three to five messages to um, lock down a booking. When it gets any more, you're just mm-hmm. like, ugh, are you going to pay a deposit or what are you doing? If you want to see more of this, just subscribe to this and then you get it all. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah fair enough. Mm. So do you have, like, jumping, I guess, from that uh, that point to back to the porn, do you have a place that you can say, hey, if you want to see this, this is yeah. this is my OnlyFans account or something like that yeah. that people can sign up and... Oh, I don't have OnlyFans anymore because they're not sex worker friendly, so my account That's... just recently got locked out. Um, but I've got one called admireme.vip, which is amazing. So I've got all kinds of like full videos that are like 40 minutes long that they can pay a little bit extra to see, or they can pay the um, five euros and just see all the content. Um, I also have Night Flirt, which they can talk to me for $5 a minute. Um, I've also got Many Vids, Many Vids Crush, which is another subscription one. Um, and I've also got I Want Clips, and I think there's a tiny bit of content on my Pornhub. Okay. Holy smokes. Yeah. That's a lot of places to find you. The one yeah. I'm going to say is prolific. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And That's then awesome, I'm, though. Yeah. Then I'm I, also on Girls Out West, um, Feck, and Light Southern. That's okay. Yeah. That's amazing. It's It's... I love people who really do sort of diversify. So that mm. there is so you're so approachable and and easy to to see. Yeah, I was going to say the word that, that kept popping in my head is consume, and that's not exactly what I mean. But you know what I mean. Yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> I should bring out a Dahlia ice cream. That can consume me. Oh my god! <laughs> you should. You have to be dairy free. You, you could do like the Tootsie Roll Pops. Ooh. How many licks does it take to get to this cream filled center of a dahlia? I think we have to work mm. on this. Oh my God. You know, I know a great marketing agent that can help you with this. Hashtag <laughs> <laughs> sweet release. Um, so, <laughs> God, that actually. Is it woman here? Or... <clears throat> 
So do you have any specialties when you're escorting? Because you mentioned mm-hmm. the femdoms, yes. that kind of so thing. I'm also a femdom mistress. Yeah. I only do light to medium. I'm not completely trained mm-hmm. yet, but I also have a mistress mentor who's teaching me the ropes. That's Mistress Irene. Mm-hmm. Um, she's been in the industry oh, over 10 years. I can't remember exactly how long, but... Yeah, she's amazing. So we're available for out-call doubles as a training special just under my normal price. Okay. Um, but we do need minimum 24 hours notice and a deposit. Mm-hmm. And we have to make sure that it's, you know, safe and consensual stuff. So what does that look like? Is that uh, – because we've, we've had pro-doms on the podcast before, but, like, we that was something we didn't talk about. So, like, like the cons- how, long, how long of a conversation is that for um, – I, I guess the the safe words, the consent, the what are we going to do, what are we not going to do. Oh, you jump straight into it. Okay. So usually they'll just message you um, or contact you however they're doing, like maybe email. They'll say their name, what they're after, and it's your job to engage if you think that they're of sound of mind. And if they're asking things like one I had recently, he wanted extreme cock and ball torture where he wanted to be left with um, like – like just damage he wanted to be damaged for life because he was tired of paying um workers to not do exactly what he wanted um but straight away we thought no this isn't right let's Mm. keep sussing out where we can go from here um and we worked out who he'd seen before um and just sort of tested him a little bit to see if he'd pay a big deposit and stuff but he didn't so we either reckon it was someone in the industry just messing with us or it was someone that just wasn't of sound in mind so Mm -hmm. usually when you mention the deposit and say you can do a minimum of two hours they usually don't want to see you because they want to try and get everything really cheap so that's a good way to filter them out Um, but it is a bit of a worry because those ones then jump to the escorts that don't have any training and offer them something that they think is a large amount of money when it really isn't and those workers have no idea what to expect and then they're stuck in a situation where they're feeling really uncomfortable and feeling like they've hurt someone because there's no aftercare as well. Right. So the doms actually need aftercare too. Um, a lot of the time in bookings, if it's a pro-dom situation, depending on what it is and depending on the level of the experience, aftercare really isn't always needed. Like you can always give them your details to contact, but if it's something soft like a little bit of role play... Um, usually they're fine if you just have a little conversation after on how they're feeling and let them know that they can contact you. But if it's a hard session, like you really need to be able to engage in what that person needs afterwards because a sub drop is horrific. Mm. I've had one myself and I would never sub again. <laughs> yeah, I totally understand because we um, one of the things that we love about our community is that the aftercare is amazing. Oh, yeah. Um, yep. So I'm I'm sub switch, but to Angela always sub, and it's it's so nice to like to go out into a even if we're doing a performance event, mm-hmm. um, you know, you get into that mental subspace uh, or the dom space, yeah. and, and afterwards there is that lack. It's like you it's know, like some like it's a big a dro- accidents yeah. happen, yeah. and yeah. then you're just like, now what? All, where, where did my endorphins go? Yeah, <laughs> so. and the aftercare is a very important part. You have to have it. Oh, absolutely. I don't Definitely. think that there's. Well, I always let them just keep messaging yeah. me afterwards. I, I know it's my time and they're not paying for it, but I'd prefer to do that mm-hmm. than think anyone's in danger. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah oh. absolutely. Compassionate. And, like, <laughs> stock just keeps rising. <laughs> I keep waiting to ask a question. And I'm like, no, I don't like her anymore. <laughs> but I can't. Just Is that too, really what you want? No, it's not. She's <laughs> too damn likable. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I tell you. 
So do you have any, like thinking about that, do you have advice for anybody who's trying to get into escorting, into doing the the femdom, pro-dom stuff into the porn, porn industry. industry. Do you yeah. have advice to people? I realize those are all very different. Yes, so. that's right. Um, but, but you kind of cover all of it. All paths lead to you. <laughs> yeah. um, well, first of all, I always let them contact me. Um, depending on their tone, usually I can tell straight away if they're just a client being weird and trying to just get extra time or try and suss out something and get me alone. Um, a lot of the time with girls or guys wanting to do escorting, uh, I usually tell them to sort of, if they can, get themselves into a brothel and see if they like it mm. because then they haven't spent any money on overheads first. If it's not an option for them, um, I guess really just have a, a buddy that you can work with. I don't think you could do that at all in Brisbane. But if you like team up with someone else in the industry and kind of sit there and watch how they use their phones and just go through any kind of safety methods i'm not going to say them on air right um but yeah just having someone that knows where you are um keeping all your identity secret yeah just sort of having a little mentor in the industry it's the best way um with the domination stuff um it's definitely best to have an interest otherwise you're just going to do the wrong things and you're not going to want to learn anything um i'd highly recommend getting a mentor um, and doing an apprenticeship, like that's the best way you can do it. You can't just really jump straight in. Yeah. yeah. And I guess another thing too is that I guess because some people may look at you and say you do all of these things, but just because you're an escort doesn't mean you have to, you know, be part of the BDSM community. It doesn't Definitely mean that you not. have to do any yeah. of the domination stuff. It doesn't mean that you have to get into the porn industry. Like those can all be separate. Yeah, you don't definitely. have to do all of it. So I guess that's something for, for people to kind of keep in mind as well. Absolutely. Is that just I'm just because, a workaholic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then I get, I suppose as well, if they're contacting an escort, that they need to look into, you know, what are their specialties? What is it exactly. that they actually do? Yeah, one thing I always tell people to do is write down all the sexual things that you're comfortable with, everything that you're not comfortable with, and stick to your list. Like, yeah. eventually, every now and then, you might think, oh, actually... I do really want to try that, but don't just do it because someone's offered you a huge amount of money because you're the one that has to live with yourself the next day. That's good advice. Yeah, that is good advice. And what I love about this is that it's very similar to what we talk about in the swinging community. When you start out in the swinging community, we always say everybody has that Bible. Like, I'm not going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm doing no, no, no. And then as you go on, pages start getting ripped out. And then you (laughs) might, like, like Angela and I have three rules and that's it mm. and so in in even one of those rules is sort of there's it's more of a boundary than a yeah. rule yeah. uh you know it, it, it's just really interesting to see that it, i don't know i find that com- comforting yeah. that your your rule book is very similar oh uh, definitely that, that it's not something that is written in stone it's something that can be yeah edited exactly but you need to think about that outside of people inquiring about it right so many times people have inquired to me about anal that's always been on my no list. Mm. But every now and then I'll think, maybe, because this person's really interested. But then the next day I'm like, no, 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 don't. <laughs> and I just have to remind myself I'm human. It's not a weakness at all. I've just got to accept that I'm not comfortable with it. Yeah. And it's finding the right match both for you and for them. Exactly. Well. I don't want to be yeah. five minutes into that and be like, actually, no, get out. Yeah. And they're like, but what about my money? I'm like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, well, that is. I mean, that's both self care and care for your exactly your, your client. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's important. I also think that again makes just makes you better at what you're doing. Thank mm-hmm. you. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, don't. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, with the X Awards, are you going to be a part of it this upcoming year in 2020? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, I will be less nervous and able to um, do a lot more. And instead of being in the crowd while they're all up there and going, Dahlia, what are you doing? Get back on stage. I'll be on the stage. Exciting. <laughs> well, and now that you've had experience, though, it should be a little bit easier yeah, the next time around. Definitely. definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Have a yeah. shot. A tequila is amazing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it makes my clothes fall off. <laughs> uh, so maybe not. Maybe maybe vodka. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, Malibu was great. There you go. Yeah, it's wonderful. So, what is what's your what's your 2020 look like? What are your goals? What are your like? Oh. What are you hoping for? Oh, I've got a lot um, that I'm working on at the moment. So, one thing is a more productions. Um, so that's actually a porn company that I'm starting. So I'm in a lot of the content because I, <laughs> well, I don't have anyone you. else. <laughs> for, for the people at home, look. Uh, we we had a wonderful description mm-hmm. um, of her, which is this beautiful, long, dark hair, full red, luscious lips, like deep brown, yes, yeah. deep brown eyes. Um, yes, uh, she she's a um, well. Well, I'm from the American South. We call her a Georgia peach. <laughs> Accurate. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So please, yes, please keep producing content is what we're saying. Uh, and go ahead, what's the rest? So we have a more productions. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So um, at the moment, I'm only doing content for content with other workers who have had quite a bit of experience. Mm-hmm. So we both get to do what we want to do if we're both comfortable doing that. Uh, and then we both get a copy at the end. So we can uh, distribute it however we like. Um, but we do check in with each other before we do anything to make sure the other one's comfortable. Um, but eventually I'd love it to be a lot bigger so I can actually step away from being in front of the camera and Mm -hmm. start directing more and do more photos and things and actually get some more performers in there. So the reason I've started a more production is because there aren't that many in Australia and it's quite sad and I've heard some horrible things um, where some people have had some really not fun times on set. They've done, what do you call it, an audition that's mm-hmm. not paid. Like, what the hell is that? You're uh, doing porn. You should be paid. Yeah. It's like, ugh, so, like yeah. fucking casting couch Exactly. Porn. I mean, so, for the record, most of those are fake. But apparently sometimes it happens. It does. I've heard of it happening. I don't want it to ever happen to me. Um, And I want to make sure that the people I'm working with are happy with what they're doing. They are comfortable filling out a release form because I actually have in the past had experiences where my friend slash double partner did some content with me. Then we had a falling out and then suddenly Mm -hmm. couldn't use the content anymore, which fair enough. Like that's that's her comfort line but still it was quite frustrating for me because one of the videos it actually took me a month to edit oh wow yeah so you do all the editing yourself yeah i'm teaching myself how to edit film and use all the lighting and stuff so i'm completely self-taught jeez (laughs) are you sure you're not a masochist (laughs) (laughs) no full sadist (laughs) i'm just being it to myself (laughs) you like it don't you i do (laughs) all right tell you i did the work <laughs> oh my gosh, that's great. Love it. Um, yes, yeah, so I guess that's the, exciting. Yeah, very exciting. And the rest of the year, I've actually started caught, um, talking to Lola Hunt uh, about 
something that they're doing for the bushfire relief. Um, so it's called Wild for Wildlife, and they've got an OnlyFans. Um, they're actually getting workers or workers that want to be involved in it um, to do like sexy nudes, little videos if they want to. Um, so if oh anyone, that's, that's awesome! Yeah. I love this. I know, it's so exciting. I'm going to be doing some stuff for them soon, so it'll just be home shot and whatever I can get around doing while I'm already on set. Mm. <laughs> yeah, so that's exciting. That's brilliant. Yeah. Very exciting. So um, Paige Astor and Lola Hunt actually started it. Um, they were really inspired by the Naked Philanthropist. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So if anyone wants to get involved, all they have to do is email Lola Hunt at lolahunt at protonmail.com. Okay. okay. Yeah. Excellent. That's... And we'll put that in the show notes. Yes, exactly. Yeah. We'll write that Thank down you. and put that. That's, so that sounds yeah. amazing. And I've also, um, today I had a um, lunch date with a new double partner that I met today. So it's very exciting. So me and Hope Morgan will be doing a, a lot of sexy stuff this year. You have a lot on your I plate. Think, yeah. <laughs> and I have a full-time job. Do you know what free time is? Have you ever no. seen it? <laughs> I haven't had free time in the last three years. It is, you know, it is so awesome and refreshing to find somebody as, like, as passionate about your work as you are. Because uh, we've talked, we, and we have talked to sex workers and, and porn stars and, and that are just, like, they sound tired and like they don't care anymore. And it is it's like, tiring. And I can imagine mm. it's tiring. Mm, but yeah. it is great to see somebody who is, is taking it and, and again leveraging things like the X Award and, and, and your own passion for the, the community into something bigger and better. And finding a way that it fits you and your lifestyle and, yeah, and that you're really happy about what you're doing. Mm, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I've always wanted to be an actress. So when I told my little sister what I was doing, she laughed and she's like, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I love it. That's great. So where can people find you? Um, so Clearly, besides uh, all yeah. the... We'll just sit back and let you... <laughs> um, so I'm going to have a website soon this year. So yeah. um, I haven't got the domain name okay. ready yet, but at the moment you can see me at Twitter. So I've got three accounts, Dahlia underscore Amore, and I've also got Mistress underscore Amore, Amore Production. Um, Instagram, I've got Little underscore Miss underscore Amore. Um, then I've also got a more underscore productions. Um, I'm what else am I on? The other ones are really just the porn sites. Yeah, yeah. But it's all linked together. Yeah. Like, so we'll put we'll put all of those in the show notes as well, so yeah, that people don't have to worry about writing all that down. Yeah, quickly. you can just Google me. <laughs> <laughs> it all comes up. <laughs> I love it. That's great. Well, thank you so so much for your time. Thank Congratulations! You. Thank you. I'm yeah. so excited. It's really like, exciting. Yeah, I'm so excited for you. I'm I'm so excited for your year. I'm, so I'm excited, excited for to your, see where she goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so excited for your X award. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I've currently got it in display in my cupboard because my family comes over. <laughs> Sorry, before that, I wasn't really talking to them. I had them on, like, right out there. But now it's hidden. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately. Well, uh, so ours, fortunately, is out. We, you know, living in Australia with no family down here, like, we've mm-hmm. got mm. our entire house is not child safe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I've had to hide all my dumb stuff because my cats keep trying to grab the whips out. Oh. <laughs> like, oh, a feather. <laughs> that is not a cat toy. That's a naughty <laughs> pussy. <laughs> I know, it's terrible. My accents are bad. But thank you so much, and uh, we look forward to seeing where you go. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Again, a big thank you to Dahlia for coming onto the podcast and letting us have a little chat with her. And congratulations again for the X Award. Go find her. Check her out. She is going to be a busy, busy, busy beaver. Yes, which is good. Yes. 
That's yeah. so busy. Like, <laughs> like she's got. Like, and after the podcast was done, we were chatting to her, and like her, some of her ideas are so exciting and so I cannot wait to see where she goes. Yeah, so keep an eye on her yeah. and what she does. For keep, sure. Yeah, she's definitely one yeah. to watch. Cool. All right. So let's uh, wrap this mutter up. Sure. Uh, if you want to send us your emails and call me out some more, theatomsoflove at gmail.com. Find us on all our socials. We are at By the By Podcast on the Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You can also support us, which we definitely appreciate, and that's how we get, uh, that's how we keep the, the lights on here and the gas running. Um, we also, that's how you can get some, some of our swag, including our cum rags. You can support us at patreon.com slash by the by podcast. And we greatly appreciate all of our, uh, all of our supporters, all of our Patreon patrons. So mm-hmm. we give you massive hugs and kisses. Yes, and if you're interested in some sex toys, especially with Valentine's Day around the corner. That's right. You can go to adamandeve.com and enter the coupon code by the by, B-Y-T-H-E-B-I, and you will get 50% off of one item. You'll get uh, was it six free videos. Yes, videos video on, on demand. demand. You get some uh, like a box of sexy Valentine's toys. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's going to be a big box of toys. Yeah, uh, and you only have to buy one item, and they'll still throw all that in there, and it's fun, fun, fun. And you get free shipping, at least in the U.S. In Australia, we still have need someone in Europe to confirm for us if that happens over there. Come on, Europe, help but. me out. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so it's it's really exciting. Uh, Valentine's Day is right around the corner and if you want to try to open your partner up to something new and exciting it's a great way to do it is by giving them a gift and you can give them two gifts to give them flowers and chocolates and also a vibrator Mm -hmm. flowers and chocolates and also a strap on you know so it's like (laughs) it's great to it's a win-win it's a win-win-win yeah yeah Yeah. and if your partners are a little bit geeky and nerdy like us you can go to geekysextoys.com and enter the coupon code by the by there as well and for you get a, a discount, discount on their geeky sex toys which are everything from really a lightsaber dildo mm-hmm. to the master sword dildo from mm-hmm. legend of zelda i think it's still back in stock uh they've also got a dildo that supports the australian bushfires and so they're donating yes. all of the money that they uh, that they get from creating this this product, and all of it's going back to the Australian wildlife and bush fires and families and folks who need it. Yeah, and it's a really great dildo. It's it's green and gold, so it's Aussie colors. It has the base of it is the shape of Australia, and then they have a little like a little koala kind of down at the base on it's the just, shaft. Yeah, yes. it's really cute. I mean, and it's one that will make you go Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Oh, oh, oh. That's not what it is. <laughs> You missed the oys. <laughs> <laughs> if you ever say oi during sex, uh-huh. we're going to have to talk. Like, All Aussie, right, Aussie, Aussie. I have new goals. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Oi, oi, oi. What are you, a seal? <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah. So, uh, uh, new life goals. All new right. life goals. Great. <laughs> awesome. Thank you for joining us this week. Bye bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.